bit sassy Little bit crazy, little bit classy We got dreams and we got goals We're just a couple of old sassholes Welcome to A Couple of Sassholes. I'm Brooklyn Maple. And I am Heather Terry. And today's extra special because I'm hungover as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm proud of you for coming. Thanks for coming. I don't know how I'm not. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Because I should be. We had the party at my house last night at Maple Manor. The Christmas party. It was amazing. It was quite fun. I thought it was a very large time. It yes, everyone did. Yeah, our good. costumes were great. We'll post them. We're posting yes. them. Great, yay! Well, yours no, looks cute. I look I like, like a hot that somebody threw in the trash can. You do. You look, what is that uh, thing you made up? Coastal grannies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was definitely a UK grandmother. Fan. Yeah, like a season <laughs> ticket hold, like old yeah. money. Yeah, <laughs> I was um, snow miser. Heather was heat miser. Yeah, that's kind of awesome. how we are in real life. <laughs> Uh-huh. As Heather's over here in a t-shirt and shorts and I'm in a sweatshirt. And sweating. <laughs> because again, the studio is hot. It is hot. Just yeah. like me right now. <laughs> looking so gorgeous. <laughs> Man, so we wake up we I, at like seven in the morning. Kind of, oh wait, hold on. We have to talk about Shanna's costume. Oh yeah. So oh my God. The, the theme yeah. was Christmas was it Christmas movie characters? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So everyone came in costume or not. We'll say 50-50 came as yeah. their favorite Christmas character costume. But we had one that was the lamp. And yeah. it was so good. It was really good. Like lampshade on the head, like body fishnet. Yes. Like she said she was so uncomfortable too. She's a banging body. Yeah, I told Travis that like first thing this morning. I was like, damn, I didn't know she had that tucked underneath her sweaters. Oh <laughs> Travis like, you made me uncomfortable. And I'm like, I don't really care. I am who I am. But yeah, I th- I loved that costume. Oh, it was awesome. And yeah. then she won her winnings and then put a sweatshirt on and said, I feel so much better. Yeah. And took her <laughs> lampshade off. It was amazing. Yeah, it was great. It, it was. was I'm so happy. And so, yes, I don't know what else I was going to say. Yeah, we took a week off because yeah. you... Timing just sucked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything. We're all busy. Yeah. I was in West Virginia <laughs> with my mom and my sister and it was awesome. So my mom did show up. <laughs> And then I had her listen to the podcast while we were driving where I was talking shit about how... I was thinking that. Yeah. I was like, do you want me to take that out? No, no. It was a funny joke. And she was like, oh, Brooklyn. I was like, mom, it's true. You've canceled on me before. It's not my fault that you canceled. Always looking for the next big thing. Oh, my god! It was so awesome. It was such a great trip. Good. I was very happy to see my sister and all her babies. Yeah. It was very... Um, it was such a 360 from... Or what is it? 180? I don't know. You always say and that. And me and the maths. You always say that. <laughs> I did a complete 360, and now I feel... I'm like, so you did a circle. Yeah. I you did the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um, <laughs> with her having five kids, it is so crazy. Like the experience sounds in your pretty house. calm. Yeah, right. Uh, five kids ain't nothing. Ain't yeah. shit. <laughs> Just going Says to the, the girl store. Who has one dog and none, and thinks that's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it was so much. I don't know how. Godspeed, um, Brittany Marshall. Godspeed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more power to you. Yeah, and everyone else who has kids, way to go. Um, I'm very aware that me having two dogs is not a, like having two. You don't say fur babies. <laughs> I do too. You've never. But I've, I've never, never implied that my dogs are say, anything like human beings. I don't think I've ever no. heard you say fur babies because I would be like, mm. would you? You didn't. You don't like that? No, you'd say, you say, like and I that? hate that you know that now. Yeah. Because you I'm say a lot it. of things. 
just to annoy you. So um, Heather and Willa had to come over to the scene of the crime this morning to get their stuff. And so uh, (laughs) everyone knows that I'm in a family of hunters. And so Jay and Ethan come downstairs at like four in the morning, which by the way, none of them can remember to close the fucking garage door. I can only (laughs) emphasize this on this podcast that neither one of them listen to. But they do not fucking close the garage door. One day I'm going to get pillaged by... Pillaged? Pillaged. I like that word. Yeah, I'm going to be pillaged by somebody. That just makes me think Vikings invaded or something. Or pirate. Kind of hot. But anyway. Um, (laughs) Anyway. So we come downstairs and there is Betty shit. Creamed and just... Yeah. Don't. You're welcome. Ew. Smushed all onto the carpet. Apparently, Jay had come downstairs, and I don't know because she probably she had to have gotten into any like something because she can't eat any human food. So maybe somebody gave her a piece of bologna and just one piece of something. Well, like, her nose herself. is pretty close. She might have been able to snatch one off there. Oh yeah, I was like, wait, what? Yeah, I mean, her nose was pretty close to the table. Oh, yeah. Like if someone drunk just set their plate down, she probably, oh a hundred percent she could snatch it. Yeah, yes, oh. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> I can't do it like that. Oh, I tried. That's what matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, anyway, there's shit all over the carpet. And then I left. <laughs> so there's, there's Sorry, the... I have to go record. I know. Love I'm you too guys. busy being an audio project star to deal with this poop. <laughs> I have yet to have to clean up their shit. Like, it, definitely 100%. Like, if Betty does a oopsie. Um, did you like that? Oh, my God. Yeah. If uh, she does little poopsie whoops. Um, uh, see? See? Travis and Jerry listeners. This is what... I'm talking about she says things intentionally to make my skin crawl. Yeah. And I love it. <laughs> I know. I'm never gonna stop. Oh anyway. Um they always clean up her poops. E whoopsie. <laughs> I knew God damn it. Um and luckily Theo doesn't shit everywhere, so there's a gift on my end. I know okay. you're chomping at the bit um, to try this drink. I am. I because I'm so um that's I got easily distracted. I gotta put my phone away. Well, because Courtney texts me, Nick's girlfriend, and she doesn't text me often and I just got really excited because I'm like, Do you wanna be my friend? I'll be your friend. <laughs> I'm not thirsty for friendship. Heather looks at me like she's gonna Yeah, go. I'm like, that's fine, she's your like, phone's shattered now. No big deal. <laughs> okay, so um as you guys know, we drink and I get to do it again. <laughs> She's watching her. I think she gagged more looking at these drinks than she did talking about that pile of shadoob that was on her carpet. Yeah. Like she looked at it like it was a cup of poop. Yes. Like, it smells like a cup of poop to me right now. It's true. <laughs> Two girls, Anywho. one cup. Oh my God. <laughs> did you ever watch that? Yeah. Oh, it's so devastating. Yeah. You can't unsee it. I also just really wonder why. Like, can someone explain to me like why? I don't want to know. Why? Because if there's a deep-rooted, deep-seated fetish that I don't want to know about. Do you think anyone who listens to this doesn't know what it is? Look it up and then hate me. Yeah, hate her. I didn't say that. Yeah. Brooklyn Maple. Brooklyn Maple. You can come at her, not me. (laughs) Um, okay, so they're the Bud Light Seltzers, the like whatever apple slices, the apple slices edition. Yeah, which is I've only seen it once, one place at Target, and I snatched it up. Snatched is your worst day. Uh, yeah, I guess snatched. So. I wish I felt snatched. <laughs> That's like a snatched voice, anyway. Um, and I just did the crisp apple because Mama Bear can't be trying to come in with some crayon app or some peach mango. I just have to go for yeah. the crisp. Apple. I did a uh, strawberry apple. Let's We're give that a, let's give let's that give a go. A whirl, I want to see you do it. <laughs> I can do this. <laughs> Yours looks like a cup of pee. Why would you do that? I'm literally dying. What? And you're like, oh, drink your pee. I mean, it's the same. It, it's gonna color. Feel. 
Like, you can talk about poop forever, and I say a cup like. of pee, and you're like, that's not what your pee looks like. <laughs> oh, that tastes like beer. I'm struggling so much. That tastes like beer. <laughs> Does it really? Mm-hmm. And I do not care for it. I, 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 was I don't know if I don't ex- care for it, because I literally think I'm dying right now. What is it about you swallowing that is so loud? Like I, I do everything just, loud. I just feel like I was inside of your throat. <laughs> and I'm like, there's no way the mic didn't pick that up. Mukbang. God. It's like you have to try. <laughs> try to <laughs> try to swallow try. hard. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand. Let me try yours. Oh, it's all yours. I'm already drunk again. Okay. What is this regular apple? Yeah. It tastes like apple cider. Okay. No, I leaned away. What? You said I could have it. I know. I just want to make sure I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Oh. Oh. Eh? Eh? I just accidentally put my mouth on the the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, so we have some fucked up stories to tell you guys. Oh my gosh, Christmas themed murders, which um, if you guys have ever Googled that, mm. it's a lot. There are a lot Why of are Christmas so murders. Uh, a lot of massacres happen. Yeah. Um, we, I already knew I wasn't about to unpack the lives of five people that were killed on Christmas, but I, so I, I didn't do a massacre. Well, that maybe makes, I will on the next one, but that makes one of us. You have a massacre? Uh, yeah. You have a multi-death situation? Uh-huh. Yep. <sighs> well, Rock, then. paper, scissors? Or you want me to go first? You, you go, go first. You want me to go? Yeah. Do you want to go or should I just go? I'll go. Okay. I never go first, so I will. Oh. Um, in relationships, you're never supposed to say never or always or da-da-da. So you never go first is bullshit. Okay. I, we learned that in couples counseling. Yeah. <laughs> Which we probably should go to. <laughs> if that's on the docket of things we should do. What? How many pages is yours? You... <laughs> What? Um, it looks like the, there's oh, I one line she on, always, on the last page. I always forget page. she is the jitterbug fucking font. <laughs> you left before I did. <laughs> it is funny. I mean. Jitterbug. Well, that way I don't have to try. Minimal effort. I don't have to try to read because it's so big. I wish you guys could see my face. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's what her face is. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go for it. Okay, so this is the Covina Christmas Eve massacre. And it's weird that you were talking about massacres right before this, not knowing that I'm doing one. Oh, I was like, what do you mean? Well, you just said that. I was like, I wasn't talking about massacres before we start the podcast. Just casual massacre conversation. (laughs) That wouldn't be out of sorts for us, though. Okay, the sources, Wikipedia, CNN.com morbid podcast episode 107 from 2019 and then an article from the huffington post from 2016 that i forgot to write down who wrote it um sorry huffington post author yes so it was good (laughs) i give it uh four stars (laughs) okay are you ready this is uh okay is it heavy heavy? i mean people got murdered it's always always fucking heavy it is my 600 pound life all right i'm ready i'm buckled up okay well put your extra seatbelt on okay so at the center of this shit storm is bruce jeffrey pardo bruce was (laughs) i'm already off to a good start he was boron that's what i wrote he was boron he was born on (laughs) what it was born and raised (laughs) wow okay and i'm the one that's hung over so well i mean I'm probably not at a hundred percent. Let's just say that. Not. I don't know cylinders. when you've ever told me that you were hundred percent. I don't know if I ever have been since <laughs> I was sixteen. <laughs> this is just the current state that I stay in. At at eighty four. He was born on and raised in San Fernando Valley. He went to John H. Francis Polytechnic High School. 
casual. Yeah. And Sun Valley, California. Then he went to California State University and got a degree in computer science. So after all that, he ended up landing a software engineering job at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, you know, like casual as well, because his dad was an engineer. So it's not shocking that he got a job like that also. (laughs) Okay. You know, I'm not like this at all, but uh, I can't relate because, you know, I'd like to be the I don't like to be the center of attention at all. Right. Yeah. He he -hmm. was a really big extrovert. It's nothing like me either. Very, very quiet. And he was a big dude. He liked to be the center of attention. He wanted everybody to know who he was. So on Morbid, they said that at his graduation, he carried a life-size inflatable doll to be fought, like as a joke because he was that guy. Was he cute? You can look about. Well, I get afraid to touch my phone. So <laughs> Heather is very weird with my, if I grab it and it's not that she knows that I'm looking them up, she'll think that I'm not paying attention <laughs> and then she'll yell at me. So I'm just trying to keep it. Okay. What's his name? Uh, Bruce Pardo. Pardo. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'm legit sweating in here. Just take off your shirt. You <laughs> took my hoodie off. I was just trying to get this all kinky bear. <laughs> um, okay, I'm trying not to read more I into know. it, <laughs> but it's really bad. So I'm just gonna put my phone down. Yes. Okay. okay. So he was super smart, funny dude. Like you know, we probably, I probably would have liked him back then. Apparently, instead of using his big brain for good, he dicked off a lot at work. He even hacked their system to see what everybody else made. Like, he looked up everybody's salaries instead of, like, doing whatever they do at the Jet Propulsion Center. Laboratory. Laboratory. So, while working there, he met a woman named Delilah. And you know that stupid fucking song? Mm -hmm. The Hey There, Delilah. Yes. Sing it. No. (laughs) You just looked at me so serious. No. No. Okay. I I fucking hate it. It gets on my nerves. There's not much info on her whereabouts now. They don't even know her. Like, I couldn't even find her last name because obviously she doesn't want to be tied to this motherfucker. So in 1988, they fell for each other and they got engaged. She, okay, get this. She bankrolled their wedding, right? In advance, paid for everything. Which is weird because he's a software engineer. You think that. Yeah, he'd be you able, definitely you know, think he would. That sounds like you would make good money, but apparently he sucked at money. <laughs> and, so many people do. Yeah. And he was a dickhole is what I wrote <laughs> solid yeah but so he made her pay for their wedding and the honeymoon in advance with her savings then he made her or she mm -hmm. just did no like he basically he made her insane yeah so all right ladies that's a red flag if i've ever seen one right flag on the play that's what i was gonna say who taught you that sports reference (laughs) i don't know cheerleading So on June 17th, 1989, guess what happened? What? He didn't show up. <gasps> Shut he the He was in no call, no up. show groom on his wedding that he didn't pay for. Her <gasps> savings was gone and he just didn't show up. So he ghosts her for weeks, right? Oh my God, ladies, yeah. could you imagine no. this? Like it's your wedding day and he just doesn't yeah, he show just up doesn't and he just up. doesn't answer. No leading up to like no inkling that he wasn't going to be oh there. Oh my God. And he just didn't show up. And he, he didn't pay for her. it. Yeah, so he goes there for weeks, doesn't answer. Then she finds out that he he took the last three grand in her bank account and he went to Palm Springs. Like he just went on vacation. Oh my God. With her money. <laughs> yeah, and then they're just done. That's all you, like, that's it. Like, so she that she got no closure. He just oh my God. never talked to her again. This See, guy, and that's, how, that's how murders happen. Right? Like that, if Travis did that to me. <sighs> yeah. I, Heather's like, yeah, I'd have to do some weird shit because I'd be I like, did, get I in the car. I literally just thought that, like, oh, God. Get in the fucking car, Heather. <laughs> Shit's about to go down. His his beautiful Ram truck would be on fire. 
Okay, so then that story is just done. So in 2001, he met Elena Malcano, and they moved in together, and they had a baby boy. Okay. Ugh. When the baby was 13 months old, Bruce's dumb ass was supposed to be watching the baby. Oh, no. And instead, he was watching TV because he's an asshole. The child somehow got outside and fell into the pool in their backyard. Now, the child lived, and the little boy was in the hospital for two weeks, and they said Bruce stayed by his side the whole time, right? Like, very upset. Then the doctor- Because he almost killed his son? Yeah. For negligence? Mm-hmm. In that particular case? Not- uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not real- I, If that happens to somebody, I'm not saying at all that- it's I don't know. That's a horrible, horrible no, yeah. thing. But like if he literally was not paying any attention to his kid and, and he was just watching his TV. track, like he's a piece of shit. So yeah. like you just assume the worst for him because it's probably the worst. Yeah. Like, so th- that was apparently for show, though. And once the doctors told him and uh, the mom that the child would be paraplegic and have brain damage, he ghosted them. Oh, <gasps> so he just left. Yeah. This story is going to piss you and everybody off. Is he is he still alive? We're hang on. The oh. kid, the kid is. No, oh. is he? We'll we'll talk about it. God, I hope he's dead. Okay, so he did this and he just left them like, and it pissed you off, right? So then, no, I'm I love this guy. I know he's but my he favorite guy. Fucking sucks so bad. I had it took me like two or three days to do this research because I kept getting mad. Cut to 2004. He met 43 year old Sylvia Ortega. She lives right outside of LA and she's an admin assistant and she has four siblings. She's already been through some shit. Like her first husband died in a car crash. Which that would be traumatic in itself. So traumatic. Yeah. And then, I mean, if you actually liked him. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people are married that shouldn't be. Oh my God. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> Sarah John. Okay. I don't know. Guys, I don't know a Sarah or a John that's married. So please. Right. That was a joke. <laughs> so she was remarried again after this and before Bruce. And at this point, total, she had, um, and they got divorced, but she ended up with three kids at this point and her husband moved away. But unfortunately, she falls for this douche canoe and they get married. Her and Bruce. Because he never married the other one, right? He didn't show up, so no. No, the first, the second one. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. So th- there's a little bit of contradictory dates. So either January 2006 or 2008, but either way, it, 2008? 2008. Mm. <laughs> 2008. <laughs> I'm already drunk again. <laughs> 2008, but either way, shit hit the fan. So as soon as they said, I do, apparently he went to shit. He like bait and switched her pretty hard. So they fought about money a lot and he wanted to hide it all from her. So he wanted like separate bank accounts and was real like shifty and shady about it. Sylvia found out about the, his past child and that how bad that story was. But guess how she found out? Oh my gosh. How? She figured out that he was claiming the kid still on the <gasps> fucking tax returns. He oh, my God. He hadn't seen this kid, hadn't paid for any of the hospital, nothing. Oh, my God. And he was the and reason. Was, oh, my God. You're making me mad. I took, yeah. I'm getting so mad. So, like, Bruce's mom was the one that told her this. His own mother didn't wow. like him, pretty much. I mean, how can yeah. you? Yeah, and she told Sylvia, and she was on Sylvia's side the whole time. So, in on March 7th, 2008... They separated. It. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Professional. Thanks. Yeah. I hope that she gets his money. I hope somebody gets his money. I want his fucking money. Does he have any money? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Just curious. Sylvia asked if she could, like, Sylvia asked if she could stay till the end of the school year there so her kid could finish kindergarten. Like, she didn't want to have to move and uproot her or whatever. And he's like, sure. So she left for work one day. He threw all their shit on the lawn out of the house when they, like, no. He's basically like, fuck you, get out. She's Is that going, what that means? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had no idea. And he kicked her out, though. Because like, he's a dillweed. Yeah. 
In June of 2008, the court told Bruce he had to start paying her a little bit over $1,000 a month in spousal support. In spousal support? Uh-huh. Was that her kid? or No, the, the three kids are from a previous marriage. Uh-huh. What the fuck is spousal support? I don't know. How do you sign up? I want that. Will. <laughs> right? I think I... I think that's like like my sister and her husband, like because he's a neurologist and she's a stay at home mom. I think in that particular case, like they have to keep paying you to keep the lifestyle equal. Like that was a thing back in the day. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Well, spoiler alert. The first check that he gave her bounced. Shocking. And he stopped payment on the other one. So she didn't get any money at all. Did she not go to court? And okay, Uh, it doesn't count anyway. You can go to court and nothing fucking happens anyway. In July, he was caught uh, billing fraudulent hours, so he got fired from his job. Mm. Uh huh. <laughs> Between June and October, during all this, he bought five guns. Get ready. <laughs> they he would have gotten them all at once, but the law says for that type of gun, I couldn't even spell it. I didn't know how to pronounce it. I tried, but then I'm like, no, fuck this. It was a gun. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he, it would have added a lot. <laughs> no, I don't know how to pronounce. It was a nine millimeter. Okay. Su- something that's, that started that's with, good I enough. Think an S. Yeah. Nine millimeter that matters. Yeah. Okay. Because I don't, you know. Yes. <laughs> okay. But he had to wait thirty days between each type, so he would buy one, wait thirty days, and so he ended up with five of the same one. Wow. On September eighth, this guy rents a custom Santa suit and requested extra room to dance wide. So remember that. After that, he went to see a friend from high school in Iowa. So this psycho used the more, they have more lax laws in Iowa apparently than California. So he bought 16 magazines that held 18 bullets each while he was in Iowa. On December 18th. That is not shocking at all. California has 1 million gajillion laws. That's why nobody lives there anymore. Did you know that? Everyone left the state of California. Oh. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> Just random fun facts. <laughs> random fun facts coming from me. <laughs> On December 18th, Sylvia and Bruce went to court and their divorce was final, final. Well, they were done so. December 18th, week before Christmas. She got their dog. And of course, I looked it up. So he was. She didn't get the gun, but she knows what kind <laughs> of dog it is. Tell me. <laughs> Tell me I'm right. A brown Nikita named Saki. <laughs> yeah, Lou. I had to look that up. He got the house, and then he had to pay her $10,000. Just in total? I don't know why I'm like, a month? I, I thought that too, but no, it just said 10000 in <sighs> everything I read. Okay. She decides to move in with her parents in West Covina until she gets all her ducks in a row. And okay, this... I know this story. I didn't tell you. You do? <laughs> I read I read all kinds of murders that happen on New Ooh. Year's. Or on New Year's, on, on Christmas. <laughs> Um, I skimmed this one, okay. but this is, yeah, I, yeah. December 24th, 2008, so Christmas Eve. I'm getting so mad. Yeah. Sylvia's family got together at her parents' house for their annual Christmas celebration. Joseph Ortega, it's her dad. He was 80. Alicia was 70. It's her mom. And they've been married for, fi- okay, I, this, I thought this was cute. 53 years they were together. They'd immigrated from Mexico a while ago, and they had made a good life for themselves because they started an industrial painting company. So I thought that was cute. Side note, in Morbid, they said that Joseph saw her for the first time in Mexico, and he told his sister he was going to marry her. Aww. I know. Isn't I love cute? the 50s. Isn't that cute? Like, I'm going to buy her with my dad and get a dowry. Ain't that what that was like? Well, they were in Mexico, so obviously they didn't sound like that. <laughs> oh, my God. I have to tell you, so me and Travis were watching um, a show. It doesn't matter. It was rules of engagement, but they were going back to their high school reunion. And uh-huh. Travis, for people who don't know, he's from Muhlenberg. And, and I, I was like, he was saying that he did well in his graduating class. And I was like, yeah, of five people. 
I was like, it must be real hard to be one of the best ones out of 10 people there, babe. And he was like, screw you. I was like, I graduated with like 500 people. And so oh, there's a lot of way more successful people than me. I was like, I'm not the winner. But anyway, <laughs> sidebar before you got into the really sad shit. Yeah. Okay. I just took a delayed turn. Yeah. Everyone knew the Ortegas and said they were amazing humans and loving and they would invite their neighbors over all the time. And ever, just basically they were great people. Everybody loved them. The kids were respectful. They were. they were great people. I mean, obviously his mom liked them more than his kid, like her own son, because he's a piece of shit. In true Ortega Was he fashion, still in love with her? A lot of people think so. Okay. The, so like, she left him. Yeah. Why? Again? Because she found her... She found out he was still claiming the oh, kid. That, that was, was basically the like the straw that broke oh, okay. the back. Like all the money shit was stressful too. Like he would try to hide money from her and shit. And he so. didn't have a job. Or did that happen? That happened, that after, happened okay. after she left him. Or they okay. separated and he threw her out. So. Oh, right. Okay. Yep. Back in. Carry on. <laughs> okay. <sighs> the last time I'm going to smile for the next 20 minutes. I'm just going to plaster a smile on my face. Do it. Their Christmas Eve celebration this time had about 25 people there. Did that just give you anxiety that there was 25 people at their house? No, I'm kidding. No, it just made yeah. me horrifically sad. Yeah. That night at 11 p.m., some of the adults were playing poker, like the siblings and stuff, up in the front of the house, and a lot of the children were in the back playing video games. 17-year-old Michael Ortega was upstairs on his computer. There was a knock on the door. I don't want I, And we're done. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Eight-year-old Katrina peeked out the window and saw Santa Claus. At the door. And then she saw a giant wrapped present. And of course she yelled Santa and ran to the front door. She swung it open out of excitement. And then Santa shot her in the face. In the face. With an automatic handgun. <sighs> Spoiler alert because that's such a bummer. She somehow survived. They think it was because she turned her head right at the last second. Oh my she, God. So she survived. Obviously shit hit the fan. Everybody started freaking out. They started running and hiding and keep in mind where everybody was. Most of the kids were able to get away because they were in the back of the house. Thank God. During all this, Sylvia's brother saw his face and yelled, Bruce, it's Bruce. And then he turned and shot him because he figured out who he was. Everyone was going to figure out who he was. Yeah, he was, but he was, yeah, he was the it's... first one. Then he starts spraying bullets at all of them. Two of her brothers were shot. They tried to get up and they were He's still trying to take him down. They had blood okay. pouring out of him, you know. Five of them were hiding under the dining room table, including Sylvia, and he executed all of them when they were trying to hide. The only survivor of Sylvia's immediate family was her sister, Letitia. And Katrina, that was her daughter, the one that got shot in the face. So this little eight-year-old badass somehow made it out of the front door, like stumbled out, and her mom ran out after her. So at this point, there were eight family members that were shot and killed, but he wasn't done. So you know how he had that gift? Mm -hmm. Do you know what Santa brought? He made a homemade... Don't call him Santa. <sighs> yeah, I know. Call him Bruce the fuck one. Bruce, yeah, that's a good point. He brought a homemade flamethrower. Oh, my that God. That had two tanks of fuel in it. Oh, my God. Yeah. He... Oh, my God. He unwrapped his present and started torching the house. For, and Michael Ortega was still up front, upstairs. <sighs> and he didn't make it out. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. He sucks. And Letitia, the sister who did get out, she called 911 at 1127. So all this happened in about 20 minutes. She named Bruce on the call and asked for an ambulance for Katrina. And she could still hear him shooting and didn't. She was like, I don't know who's alive and who's not. So just hurry. I'm officially looking up. You're looking it up? Yeah. Watch out because there's a lot of like if you guys Google it too, there's a lot of burnt house pictures, etc. 
Mm-hmm. There's a lot of photos. So after fucking Bruce was done throwing flames and shooting and all that stuff, he changed out the Santa suit, put the flamethrower in his rental, and he drove about 30 to 40 miles to the San Fernando Valley. He went to his brother's house and he sat on the couch, put the gun in his mouth and shot himself. Like a little pussy ass bitch that he is. But his brother, he didn't come home till 3.30 in the morning and he found him on his cut. Like he didn't even know he was coming. He like sat. so he just killed himself on his in his brother's house? Like Went to his asshole? house, sat on the couch and shot himself on the couch. So in total, nine people were killed by either, by the fire being shot. The bodies were so badly burned though that they couldn't really tell. Um, they relied a lot on dental records if that tells you how bad it was. So I want to say their names because I feel like they should... I should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So his ex-wife, Sylvia Pardo, she was 43. Joseph was 80 and Alicia Ortega were her parents since she was 70 at the time. Her brothers, James and Charles and their wives, Teresa and Sherry. And then his, her sister, Alicia Ortiz. And then the son, Michael, who was only 17, was upstairs. And then there was also people that were injured. Uh, there was a 16-year-old that was shot in the back and survived. And then a uh, 20 a 20-year-old jumped out of a window from the second floor and broke her ankle, but she lived. And then Katrina, of course, because she turned her head. And then 13... This is so sad. Whew! 13 children lost their parents that night. Oh, my God. Yeah. On Christmas Eve. 80, By Santa. Yeah. By a fucking psycho dressed as Santa. Yeah. 80 firefighters spent 1.5 hours to get the fire under control. Morbid said that the flames shot up over 50 feet. So there's no motive? Like, they, there's no, like, why he decided to do that? It is, yeah. Hang on. Um, I mean. I mean, he died. So obviously. There's, yeah. There, there's. The, unless well, he wrote a note. But he didn't have it. He didn't have a speeding ticket. He didn't have a record at all. You go from not having anything to. You should get tickets for being cunt. Cunt wads. For being like, like, if you're a shitwad, you get like a karma ticket. He should get a karma ticket because from everything he did, he sucked the whole time. Not one thing that they said he was funny and outgoing, and after that, it was he was basically a piece of shit. And he was smart, but he didn't use his brain for anything good. Yeah. So he fucking sucked. Just to be nosy and look at what everybody else made. Fucking idiot. There are a lot of different speculations. I know you were asking why. Like, obviously, we don't know why. I thought money. At first, because, like, his checks were bouncing and then he wasn't working. So then some people thought he was just mad about the divorce. Like, he kept telling everybody she was taking him to the cleaners. And a lot of people thought he was still in love with her. Maybe he shouldn't have been a piece of shit. I don't know, man. That's still, like, okay. I don't know. I'm just, like, in my mind, I'm like, what does killing a whole bunch of people do for the money? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like she was with someone else and... That reaction was intense. Um, <laughs> it's not like she was with somebody else and his heart was like ripped out that way. Like yeah. betrayal or infidelity. Yeah. That like sparks snapped episodes. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Here's another theory. Some of the investigators don't think he meant to kill himself initially because he had booked a plane ticket to Iowa. And he told his friend from high school, hey, I'm coming to see you after Christmas. They think also that he shot himself because he was so burned. He had his arms, oh, yeah, his legs, that. his side of his body. They all had third degree burns. His Santa pants in places even melted to his skin. He also, oh my gosh, that would, yeah, that would like, hurt so It's not like bad. he can go to the doctor and they'd be like, what happened? Oh, I made a flamethrower and killed everyone. So they had, he had 17 grand of cash strapped to his leg and he had coke in his system. So he was on cocaine as well. That's and always a... He was going to run. Yeah. I mean, there's no way he wasn't. He had a rental car. And he dumped it a little way away from his brother. And there was 200 pounds of ammo, which I don't know about guns. But that sounds like a lot, right? 
Yeah. U.S. maps and maps of Mexico, a laptop, a desktop computer, all the guns, the flamethrower. He had extra water and food like he was going to run. So he accidentally caught himself on fire. I think that's what happened, too, after reading everything that he burned himself also when he was throwing all that shit around. And then the freaking Santa costume, though was rigged to the ammo in the rental car. So if you moved it, it would explode. They were able to, like, get it out. But he he rigged it up really quick because he's smart and he's an engineer, like, you know. So yeah. he rigged it up to where if someone touched it, it would it would blow up. What a fucking fuckwad. Yeah, he sucks. When they, they searched his house, they found more guns. He also had a plan to go kill Sylvia, Sylvia's divorce attorney after he left the parents' house. Right, because that's a, that makes sense. Because mm-hmm, it's his fault. Or her fault. I don't know if it was a male or female. But you know who else was on his list, though? Like, who he was going to kill? His mom, Nancy Windsor. He was going to kill his own mom. She was invited to the Ortega party, and she couldn't go because she got sick. And she was the one that told Sylvia about his dirty little secret. So he didn't They he didn't like her after he was going to kill her, too. Even after all this, the surviving Ortega said they still love Nancy, his mom. And they don't blame her. And she thinks, she was like, they should blame me. It's my son. And they, they still talk to her. They don't have any animosity towards her because apparently they are amazing humans i just keep mm. thinking about how like traumatized all the kids would be too oh my god like every time they see Santa, yeah every single time you see the jolly old saint nick yeah you're remembering the f- a fucking flamethrower oh yeah leticia said that she had to keep reminding katrina that that was not the real santa because oh she god. she kept having ptsd about santa i mean she was eight and santa shot her could you imagine no but apparently she's like crushing life now. Her name is now it's Katrina Yusuf Polsky. I butchered that. Uh, her and her mom, Letitia, they're gun violence activists. They they write letters because it's to, the gun's fault. They insert they, me rolling my eyes. They they write letters to the families of that support gun violence victims. Like they write letters to them afterwards. Like you know, hang in there, whatever. Hang in there. I mean, you know, she's a I mean. cat on a tree. Hang in there. Her mom, Leticia, adopted her niece after her mom was killed that, that night. And she said they still celebrate Christmas because they don't want to give the power up. Yeah. I would. It's good that they do. I mean, it'd be bummer. So they just all become Jewish afterwards. They, they like <laughs> Kwanzaa. <laughs> yeah. That's the story of Bruce Pardo and how he fucking that's sucks. That's so fucking crazy. I know how he goes from nothing to. So the burns were on his arms and his legs. What and was his it? sides? His arms, his legs, and his sides, and they were third degree burns. So he would have had to go to get medical treatment. I mean, the pain would have been so bad. Yeah. The pain had to have been unbearable. Mm-hmm. Good yep. for him. Yeah, well, good for the fucking pain. I'm glad he's dead. I think he should have gone to jail and lived yeah. getting fucked in his ass all the time. Oh, he would have for sure. Yeah, for sure. He would have definitely had a dick in that mouth. You know what I'm saying? I yes, I do know what you're saying. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dick and mouth. Weenie washer. <laughs> Just saying. No, he fucking sucks. That's yeah. a horrific story. It's awful. That's awful. It is awful. I can't believe how many, number one, what a big family gathering. Yeah. God. Yeah. It's pretty sad. And it was like midnight? It was 11. Everyone, little man, 11. They, don't, they go to bed late. What? <laughs> I'm just like everyone was awake. Everyone was doing something. That's so sad. Yeah. That's so sad. It, mm-hmm. And the kids were up. An eight-year-old was up at midnight. I have so many questions on that, but I'm gonna let it go. Santa would not have stopped by their house with the kids up that late. (laughs) Which I'm trying to make light of it. I know because Santa 
is a jolly old saint. Man, I thought my story sucked. My story number one is not that long. And that's why I didn't pick that one. Because I was like, no, I'm not unpacking that. I was already into it. And I'm like, this is awful. It's awful. But here we are bringing the Christmas joy. Yeah. It's the holiday season. Boop, beep, boop. What's the song? <laughs> that That's the song. Is it? Yeah. That's What's beautiful. the next words? I have no idea. You don't know You ready to hear mine? You do know it. You no, I really don't. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. I'm like, I'm just going to hold it for a minute. I don't give a shit. It's really entertaining to just have you stare at you. That and just hold a door behind you. I wish, Sometimes I really do wish, not today because I look hit that we recorded our podcast. That'd be fun. We should start doing like that. video. Yeah, video. Oh God, what? I mean, we can. Yeah, maybe we'll get famous on the YouTubes. There we on go. On the tubes with the U's. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Let's do uh, it. We might be just exactly the kind of cup of tea somebody's looking for. So I always uh, name mine, and so this yes, one is do. "Mommy Got Drunk and Ruined Christmas." Oh, uh, that's funny. It's not funny how many. I know, but the story. The, I like your titles. And Thank you. It's like, haha! Oh, this sucks. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, this is I got it from the New York Post, m e a w w dot com. All that interesting, and the Orange County Register. All right, so. Any murders on Christmas or Christmas Eve is just unbelievably fucked up to me. So, you know, my mom had a massive heart attack uh, years ago on December 22nd, and we spent Christmas at the ICU. And all of that was just e- extra terrible because, try and tell you this, but Heather's yeah, literally on, doing on, a whole bunch on. of stuff. I know. Please hold. Okay, carry on. Okay, so I'm just going to jump through my stuff because now it doesn't make sense to go back into that part. But basically, I'm just saying that it completely suck uh, sucks. It doesn't suck any less. And sadly, my story is going to show you how fucked up people are and how they try to um, cover things up when there's no possible way to cover it up. Yeah. So first, let me tell you about the shining bright light that is Zazelle Preston. I believe I'm saying her name right. It's Z-A apostrophe Z-E-L-L. Zazelle, wouldn't you say? Yeah. All right. Um, Zazelle is beautiful. She has a gorgeous smile and one of those bodies where you just know she always looks thin and toned without even trying. Like, you know, that bitch does not do push-ups, but she has arms of somebody who does push-ups. Ah. Sorry, I need some water. I need a lot of that, actually. Um, She was studying to become a domestic abuse counselor in part because of the daily abuse she experienced with her piece of shit husband, William Wallace. Uh, They lived in Anaheim, California with their three children, ages eight, three, and a brand new baby that was only seven weeks old. Okay. This wasn't secret abuse. Sadly, her family and friends were aware of it. One even discussing how she was on the phone with her as she ran from him after he beat her at seven and a half months pregnant. No. Um, her friend said that she didn't see uh, she didn't see it, but she was on the phone and could hear him kicking her what? as she laid on the pavement outside of like her house. That's terrible. She eventually got away and like hid in a 7-Eleven bathroom and her friend had called the cops. Oh my. All that's bad. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't like. Just stop. I don't want. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Like we're we're done. We're done. Thanks for listening. Just Google it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> no, okay. Um, on December twenty fourth, two thousand eleven, the couple went to a party in their neighborhood, um, which was they lived in an apartment complex. You can presume that there was some drinking occurred based on everything else that I read. Yeah. Uh, They got into a fight, I think, at the party and then ended up coming home, but they continued to fight. The reason I read was because Zazelle had left the three kids at home. 
And so I wanted us to talk about that. Wait, what? What are your thoughts on leaving your kids at home at night to go to a party in the same complex? No. The thing is, you have a seven. None of those How kids are. How old are they again? Seven weeks. What? First is seven weeks. So no. that's automatically no. a no. Sorry. And then eight and three. No. Yeah. No. 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 So no. even if they were sleeping. No. And you like walked out. Is it no, Heather? No. <laughs> <laughs> so even if you. If you. No. I'm scared to say no anymore. But no. Yeah. No. <laughs> even if it was just That's right next awful. door. Uh-uh. You weren't, no. You shouldn't even go to, I mean, obviously I'm not a parent, but I don't think I would even go outside to the, I would be crazy. I wouldn't even go like check the mail. Yeah. I don't, let alone go drink. I mean, even if they're sleeping. The, no. Yeah. Fuck I, that. I don't know. You're well, eight now. You know, start your 401k. I, don't you have, you should get a part-time job. You're eight. Yeah. Watch this baby. Well, it's like the other thing, too, is like not getting drunk whenever you like my sister. She's like, I'll have a drink. But like, I've never been drunk with the like. And what if something she, happens? Yeah, she, she was like, I can't drive to the mm-hmm. you can't drive to the take hospital. an Uber. That's what she, she was like. It's always a hospital. You always have to like be prepared to drive the kids somewhere. I was like, yeah, yeah, I agree. All right. So let's dive back in. Okay. They get into a fight. And like always, it turns to violence. Uh, we'll get into the details of this part a bit later. But the end result is the same. Okay. So Wallace beats his wife to death in the apartment on Christmas Eve huh? night with Whoa. all of their kids nearby. Uh, they weren't awake, right? Did it say? They were, um, no, it didn't say. But I'm, they're asleep. They're asleep. Okay. They're asleep. Uh, supposedly, he doesn't realize this until he wakes up the next morning. Insert so eye roll. He, what? I know. Once more, we'll discuss it, but it was likely due to the head trauma that she experienced and perhaps went to sleep and didn't wake up. That's my assumption, but I truly don't know. I really don't know. Uh, um, so they wake up after Santa shimmies through their chimney and fuckbag realizes she's dead. With that, he decides to drag her into the living room, put sunglasses on her, and proceeds no. to have the children Mm-mm. run into the room no. with Christmas morning excitement and tells them mommy got drunk and ruined Christmas. Oh. Then they proceed to literally <sighs> unwrap Christmas presents in front of their mother's corpse. I, okay. Oh my god. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. What? Pause and let that sink in. I it, I don't want Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. How? You're just going to make eye contact. I know I don't know one. what cuz I don't have anything to say. What, what can you, you say, right? I'm literally speechless which never happens because that is terrible. Unbelievable. <sighs> okay. Yeah. So obviously he couldn't get away with it for long. Uh, their daughter was eight at the time, and she testifies when she's 18 that she remembers her mother being cold. Stop. I didn't even think about them touch. I can't Ugh. freaking imagine the level of trauma that this caused. Right. right. Truly could not fathom it. Because the eight-year-old, they're eight and I've eight asked you three. Times, the, sorry. The yeah. three-year-old probably doesn't The three-year-old hopefully doesn't. The eight-year-old 100% going does. To. Yeah. yeah. And there's no coming back from that. Well, my dad beat my mom to death, and then he put her body in the living room, and we unwrapped presents. Yeah. With our, yeah. That is. <sighs> and then had them mad at her because he acted like she was drunk and hung over. Yeah. And then was like, well, your mom sucks, so she needs to wear these glasses. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you're going to hate him even more as we like it. Get through a little bit more on there. Oh, so, God. Um, around 930 in the morning, the jig is up. He calls 911 and innocently said his wife needed medical attention. Though, of course, accounts differ on who called, but they say it was like super chill. When the paramedics arrived on the scene, her body was still on the couch, sunglasses no, still on her no. fucking face. Mm-mm. I literally wrote, let's once more say in unison, what the actual fuck? 
He just he left her like he he didn't hide like I don't even know what the fuck to say. He's like, so he called nine one one. He's like, mom, mom's not responding. You know, let's call nine one one. And then she's sitting on the couch with sunglasses. sunglasses did on you her listen face. to the? Do they have the nine one one? I don't know. I, I don't think I could it. listen. I mean, what does he? Could you imagine showing up being a paramedic and being like, so you put her there? Like you did that? Like and yeah. having to look this guy in the fucking face? After he did that. But I mean, I don't know if you don't know how she died. Like, and then the paramedics just walk up to her and they're like, she's yeah. dead. Yeah. And your kids are right here. Yeah. And there's presents unwrapped. The, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, and they're in like, sitting with some- she was beaten. So like, that's the other part that I'm, I, I hold some like confusion on because yeah. she was beaten to death. So like, there has to have been some sort of like some level of trauma, Yeah. but he also beat her a lot. And so like, I'm sure her kids already knew that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fuck. So it wouldn't be shocking for mom to have like a busted lip, I would guess. Oh my God. So Wallace tries to then talk his way out of this with a story about his wife accidentally injuring Mm -hmm. herself, but that was obviously not the case. Fucking idiot. He. Yeah. Okay. The cops were on the scene super quick, and he was placed under arrest. Yeah, they should. And he yeah. should. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and yes. Okay. Yes, she accidentally hurt herself, then walked to the couch, put on sunglasses, sunglasses and died. and passes away. Yeah. So the the senior deputy, deputy district attorney, Heather Brown, told the jury that Wallace did what he always did, expecting Preston to survive like she always did. But during this particular beating, Preston succumbed to her wounds, her wounds while her kids were fast asleep. So awful. Mm-hmm. The defense maintains that Preston drunkenly fell into a glass table and shattered it. However, the police found blood throughout the residence as well as numerous holes in the walls and Ugh. one door that was off its hinges. Fuck. Yeah. So Wallace's former cellmate, Thurman Williams, testifies in court about some of these pieces FYI, this cellmate contacted the cops himself to testify after he got out of jail, if that tells you anything. So he didn't get, it wasn't like, like he, he, he didn't snitch, like he didn't snitch in the, that, he literally like, like got out of jail and like went to the cops and was like, let me tell you what this guy told me Yeah, because to testify against him. do it for shorter sentences. Yeah. And he just did it because. He was already, yeah. From he, my understanding, he was out and he wow. went and decided to testify. Well, you know, he hates him then. Or like, that's, No. Mm-hmm. Good for Thurston? Thurston. Thirsty. Thurman? Thurman. Thurman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm trying to make light of this because we're yeah. bumming so, me out. Williams testified that Wallace told him that he hit Zazel, creamed her, is how Williams says Wallace described it. No. Mm-hmm. Then Zazel allegedly tried to block Wallace from leaving the room and he pushed her. I'm quoting some in here. Okay. Uh, She fell forward and he started to walk away, but noticed that she wasn't doing well. So he felt bad. And then he picked her up and he carried her back up the stairs to the living room. At that point, he said he let her go and she fell into a little glass table that was in the living room. So basically she, he had hit her so hard and then pushed her, carried her and then dropped her on a table. Pretty much. Wow. Yeah. People don't believe too much about this um, because this recounting because he was such a cunt. So there is that. No one really believed anything that he had said. It's close to what he had told her family on Christmas, but they were certain she didn't die from her injuries falling through the table. The county pathologist Aruna Singhania, maybe, uh, said that Zazel died from brain hemorrhaging due to one or more of the six blunt force blows to her head four areas of of trauma were on her face two were in the back of her head all occurred within the same time frame so 
So, yeah. Damn. Mm -hmm. Gundy also argued that on Christmas, Wallace premeditated by letting Zazel die after he beat her. He knows that she is in extreme duress, uh, distress, sorry, and he knows that if he calls the police and gets medical attention for her, that eventually they are going to know because she is going to tell them that he beat her up. Gundy told jurors, and so he concocts a story about her falling down drunk and hitting the table. Yeah. Along with the testimony of her family members, they paint a perfect picture of abuse and controlling behavior by Wallace. Wallace himself explained that they were drinking and during the argument, I tossed her around a bit. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's how nonchalantly he treated beating his wife regularly. And he said he creamed like, like to cream somebody. Like Like, that's a, he was proud of it. A really hard, aggressive hit. Yeah. Yeah. But like you're talking about your dead wife that you beat to death and, and it's your fault and on like, christmas oh, I, I creamed her like get the fuck out of here yeah get, i'm fucking mad he better be dead or someone's holding someone's pocket who knows i do i do know yeah <laughs> you said who knows i'm thinking i hope she does <laughs> it's like if somebody in this room knows i really hope it's you um okay so according to the new york post it remains unclear who called emergency services what is apparent however is that wallace told several people that his wife had suffered a concussion after she hit her head and only realized that she was dead when she failed to wake up the following morning i mean you beat her six times in her head yeah seven weeks after she gave birth to your child oh i didn't even think about that part yeah Yeah. so three kids lost their both their parents yeah uh now there was some weird information about the daughter being involved which had me really confused (laughs) Supposedly, Preston's older daughter said she saw her mother trip and fall into the glass table before Wallace could catch her. Moorhead said that both Wallace and the daughter carried her into the bathtub, but accidentally hit her head on the way to the bathroom. I think... The uh, eight-year-old? Yeah. I don't think any of that happened. An eight-year-old helped carry a body. Well, she was really small. Zoe was a very small... But that's still, I'm, though, like... You could. Unless it's a little bodybuilder. I just don't feel like an eight-year-old can carry, like... I don't they know. Can, I, you, I love you. I never know what an eight-year-old was until now, and Rowan is nine, and he could very easily, like... Like, help someone carry a person? Yeah. Wow. 100%. (laughs) Um, Underestimated eight-year-olds. Sorry. (laughs) All the eight-year-olds that listen, please don't get mad. Right. All of them. Cover your ears. (laughs) Earmuffs. Um, Yeah, I hope they get So, anyway, that was, like, the only time... I don't know. The defense was probably just grasping at straws. Yeah. Um, No one believed any of that, and he faced 25 years to life. He only Mm-mm. got 15 years to Why? life. I don't know. And was conv- I wasn't on the jury and was convicted <laughs> of second degree murder, which is murder with malicious intent, but not premeditated. They probably knew that was a slam dunk and they couldn't do. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't want one person to be like, well, maybe. Yeah. Because it's obvious it wasn't premeditated. I mean, it was premeditated yeah. in, the, in the choice that he let her die. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, that's not premeditated. It's not like he's like tonight's tonight. Yeah. Yeah, he just thought she'd always survive. Fuck. Uh, He's 39 now and may get out in 2026, Mm -hmm. but that's pending, I would guess, uh, because obviously that's kind of how those things, 15 to life and whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, Attorney Todd Spitzer, I like that last name, said in a statement, let me get ready. A young mother finally losing her life after years of violence at the hands of her husband is a heart-wrenching tragedy. The heartbreak is only exacerbated, exacerbated, Exacerbated. The heartbreak is only (laughs) exacerbated. Sorry. 
Okay. Oof. Yeah, I gotta yeah. get serious. Sorry. Serious. By the fact that her children witnessed much of the violence and were forced to celebrate Christmas in the presence of their dead mother. That is not a Christmas memory any child should be forced to have. No. We all have an obligation to speak up against violence of any kind, especially domestic violence where the victims are so fiercely controlled by their abusers. The cycle of domestic violence is a vicious one, and I want every victim of domestic violence to know that they are not alone. No one should have to live in fear of violence in their own home. As a reminder, everyone, if you are experiencing domestic violence, call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 or go to thehotline.org. All calls are toll-free and confidential. The hotline is also available 24-7 and in more than 170 languages. Yes. And if you know somebody that is going through domestic violence, like, it only it only takes one time, right? Yeah. It only takes one time for it to go too far. Mm-hmm. And so that is the very sad tragedy of Zizelle Preston. Man. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah, she was I only 26. Has, I hope, I hope he has. An enlarged asshole from being fucked? Uh, yeah. I hope it's like a hot dog in the hallway. I hope he can't even hold his shit in. No. He doesn't fart, just... it just goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I hope he's holding the pocket of some mm-hmm. big guy, like the Green Mile guy. Isn't that, isn't that guy big? Oh, he died recently. But wasn't he big? Yes. Okay. Well, I hope he's same physique. Yes. Fuck. Um, we need to talk like talk about puppies or something. I need right? to go like hold a dog. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely gonna go home and hold a dog. I have another Christmas party. I have to go drink here in a minute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, big yawn. Big yawn. <laughs> big yawn, guys. I could not imagine. Like I've had three sips of that drink and I can't do much. Me more. too. I mean, I'm struggling a little bit. They're not very good. I, I hate to say that, but I just don't think and they're I, very good. We swing and a miss. It was. For the Bud Light Seltzers. Bud we Light try, Seltzer, apple slices. We try. We we give them shots, you know? Yeah. We but do. you know what was really good? What? The Grinch Punch last night. So, so that's good. Taco that was supposed to be our backup drink today. Yeah. And it was all. She gone. Gone. It, I'm, it made, ooh, <laughs> the Grinch Punch is coming back for round two. Um, so it was a whole bottle of blue Curacao, a bottle of uh, peach schnapps, mm-hmm. a bottle of 151 rum. Oh, the whole bottle was A there. whole bottle. Oh, no wonder I was like, I'm not drunk. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, and there was no point where Brooklyn pondered if she was drunk or not. Um, and I then did it for sport. I think I knew Orange juice and Sprite. Yeah, it was delightful. It was really good. It, it was, was really pretty. It was, yes, bright green. Yeah. Spoiler alert. I know. It's called Grinch, but it was green. It was very good. Yeah, was I liked it. Time. I'm very happy uh, that the party turned out so well. Oh, so much fun. We have to post our photo. Yeah, it was, it was very well. I don't know. It was fun to bring a lot of different people together because it was Travis's friends and work friends and my friends, all six of them. <laughs> it was awesome. It was yeah. literally 15 people. And a couple of my friends. Yeah. Yeah. Who are yeah. not my friends. <laughs> I mean, I don't text them. It's Maybe a... I should start doing that. No. I can't okay. have two Heathers. That's a lot of work. I won't remember who I'm talking to. Whoa. That escalated quickly. Yeah. It goes from having the same name to not remembering who you're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> well, right now. So this is the last episode. I know. <laughs> Bye, guys. You say that on fun. every episode. I know. Well, I just you have to threaten to cancel you, every episode. I got to keep episode. you on your toes. Ooh, I just... <laughs> I just punched the microphone. Can't wait to see what that's like. Aww. I know. I'm still mad. I'm mad about that guy. 
mad about both I'm more mad about the flamethrower. Both of our guys I thought suck. my guy really sucked, but after your guy, your guy's a fucking masker asshole. Yeah. Both of them suck. He was definitely going to run. Oh, yeah. Maps and all. I don't I want to get back into it. I'm going to get re-pissed. I wonder what my guy would have done if he didn't kill her on New- on Christmas Eve. I just... Do you know what I mean? So... Like, what would he have done? Just let her stay in... I don't know. I'm not going to stop thinking about that he let that eight-year-old... Open presence in front of her dead mm-hmm. mother's. That also body. just shows you like his intelligence. His intelligence level was so so. I don't know. I mean, I just I hate that she stayed with him and she was she was studying to be a domestic abuse like counselor. She oh gosh because of her domestic. It's just it's it's terrible. <sighs> it's terrible. Well, R.I.P. Them. Yeah. So fun things. Yeah, let's talk we about talk about uplifting. Um, I. Yes, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, what are so? Let's talk about the next few whatevers of our um, our plans oh. for the podcast. So yes. we are going to have to take a week off. Yes, I think we're taking off New Year's Eve week or something like that. Yeah, I don't even know the schedule off the top of my head. You, Brooklyn, did a great job of planning this out because we are both busy. I go out of town to see my family up in Michigan. So I have already done my going out of town and now I am in for the holidays. Yes. And I'm out. So we have to take a mini break. Can I, can I tell you guys something funny that Heather did? Oh no. Heather goes, when are you guys doing Christmas? I was like on Christmas. <laughs> I still think that's so funny. When are you guys doing Christmas? Well, we're, we all stay in town. Some people do on Christmas Eve. Some people like Will's family, they do Christmas they Eve. They unwrap their presents uh-huh. on Christmas Eve. That's weird. That's when they get that's together so and do it. Oh, like their family. Uh-huh. Oh, not like their immediate family though. Well, I mean, they don't live with them anymore. So it's a little different. I would imagine that it, like a household like y'all's that you would do it on Christmas. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense now. It's I'm all, like, I don't know anyone that unwraps. I don't know Beach. anyone that unwraps <laughs> presents that. Well, you're not going to have any uh, unwrap. You keep around that mouth. So I feel like I'm not. Yeah. My only presents come from Heather, guys. No. For once, I get to open presents from other people, too. <laughs> On Christmas, bitch. Morning after Santa. Have a great. I guess we have to say Merry Christmas because this is the last one. Nope. Nope. I lied. Just kidding. I was like, no. Just kidding. I'm rushing. December 22nd is going to be the the next one is Christmas is our Christmas. Really our Christmas one. Oh, so we're on track. Yes. we're Like I said, whenever we <laughs> yes, were just talking that we're taking off for the New Year's for the New Year's Eve time frame, not Christmas. Yes. Yes. She's right. <laughs> yep. Indeed. See, what would I do without you? Girl, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you made it this far. I don't either. Luck. Yeah. Luck <laughs> and, and true grit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and determination and vodka. Yes. On that note, I have you. to go get my Bye. ugly sweater stuff on and do this all over again. And it's a Sunday. I could not. I could not. <laughs> well, the thought of me not doing my laundry on Sunday in the dishes. I did laundry this morning. Yeah, you were functioning this morning. <laughs> Maple Manor was silent with dog well, shit I matted was, into the fucking rug. I think I was still drunk, though, because like I sent you that snap of my mini charcuterie that I ate in bed while I watched 90 Day Fiance this morning. Oh, my God. I need to figure out food situation. I need to eat sustenance. I didn't really eat last night. Not enough. And I knew I wouldn't. I made myself eat a mutton sandwich like an apple before I left. Because I'm like, you are going to feel like shit if you don't do this. Ugh, I and wish it was I good. And it was good. 
Oh, I forgot. We it was our house. I have that at home. I'm gonna go eat that. Okay. Oh my god! Thanks, I should have grabbed guys. a sandwich while I was there. Damn it. Yep. Yes. All right. Well, we love you. Yes. Rate, review, subscribe, and we'll see you later. Oh, I'm the one who's supposed yeah, to. Yeah, you have it. to stop. I just saw that Heather was like, "Are you gonna do it?" And <laughs> yes, I am. Bye. Bye. Theodore, can I put that down?